I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You guys work for us in, in, in this uh, environment. You answer to us, and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. Sulk, Suk, Mahidik. Suk Mahidik. Ophelia McHawk. Ophelia McHawk. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. Please don't ask again. Who's up in the van? They my only fans. I was in my hovercraft, had another laugh. How you roll with them when you know I'm him? Got it on remote control. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Ephard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am doing real average, which is good, but <laughs> I'm right at the, like, I'm at the line right there of average so that's pretty exciting for me to be honest so i'm i'm doing well thank you for asking no worries I, man no worries <laughs> i know i know so yeah that, that that's about it you know still coming off the high from the 100th episode and i got a, lot, a nice little getaway uh and yeah it, it, it's all good sorry i'm trying to manage things too right now i gotta turn off my phone because i have a bunch of random like questions and people me so sorry if I sound distracted from down. your work <laughs> no for just like yo okay so this is so funny so I have three friends who all got married the earliest out of my groups and stuff yeah and the last year each one of those got divorced they've had a kid and they got divorced and separated Wait, one by what one. already three of them yeah well I mean okay so they're, they're I guess they're, they're all 32 or 33 uh, Jesus. Yeah, and none of, all their kids are under two or whatever. And literally every single one of them, I, like they're old friends, right? Like I played high school and college football with them. Yeah. And every single one of them, like we'd like keep in touch here and there. But I've heard from these niggas forever, like besides like, hey, what's up? And then they all sort of like slight, like suddenly like, hey, you want to grab a beer? Like good catching up. I'm like, what? Like... 
we're cool, but we haven't seen each other in like five, six years. Yeah. And then like each time I've gone out, and then I'll be like, fuck, they keep bugging me, I keep putting it off. And then each time I go and I get there and I get like cornered because they're kind of emo and they're like having a beer and stuff and then we talk about life. And yeah, their, their wife left them or whatever. And they like got broke up. And I was like, oh, so this is why you want to hang out with me out of nowhere. This happened with three people, exact guys I play football with. And I haven't played football in like six, seven years. So, and I haven't seen them since. And they're like, I'm like, I think they just either one think I'm like the only old single person that they know. That's, de- that's definitely, that's definitely number one for sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, I mean, I give pretty good, I give pretty good advice and think they really wanted me to like how to get over girls type thing. Uh, but yeah, that's next level. I mean, I don't know how to. Yeah, get I mean, I'm like you've you've never been divorced though, so I don't know. Yeah, how I, I don't know. Married. But I think yeah. it's a combination of like I still know usually the right thing to say, and hey, let's get this guy to help me pick up girls at the bar, too. Like you know what I mean? Time heals all wounds. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm sorry you guys made your mistakes now, but like I waited for a reason not to have these fucking things. I don't want to go hang out with sad dads, okay? Yeah, that's so, kind of uh, funny that you're the go-to guy for that, too. Yeah, I know. Three of them, all in the last couple of months, man. All kid, or young kids, all divorced, and they didn't tell me what was going on when they reached out to me to, like, we talked, like, the fifth or sixth time. So I was like, God damn it. So that's what I've been dealing with the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's actually hilarious. And that's crazy, though, that all three of them have gotten divorced within at least a year. You would think... They would stick it out maybe an extra two years because of the kid or something like that. But yeah, I mean they're not like all they're not all like like only ones like officially divorced. The other ones like separation time apart type thing. Obviously, I think it's the wife's decision. Yeah, I mean that's gonna end in divorce though. You take a separation, you're ending in divorce. Yeah, no, I mean it's not looking good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's also wild. But I think. We're going to see that a lot, man. Like, so many couples rush. Like, life is so much more stressful. Two, some people stay together just because, like, it's cheaper to live together. And it makes sense. And, like, when you're 30, that's what you're supposed to do in that. And I think there's a significant portion of people who are, like, straight up ignoring all the red flags just because it's, like, typical and what you're supposed to do. And you save money, like, and that. And you want a kid. And you're worried about your eggs and stuff like that. Yeah. No, but you can just tell I'm I'm, I'm convinced like 40% of people I know who are like engaged or married are unhappy. There's a lot of social pressure when it comes to marriage because it's one expected, especially back in the day, like our parents, how they grew up. A lot of our parents were married pretty young. Like my mom got married at like 24, I think. And then yeah. or 23 and then had my brother at 24. And obviously the world we live in now, people expect, we're kind of expecting that same thing to happen with our generation, but with the way the world's going, like we've kind of extended that now. So you feel a little bit weird when you're, I guess when you probably hit 30, you're like, Oh shit, I'm not married yet. And like, I don't have any options on getting married. So I can see a lot of people. Yeah. Like you said, hopping into relationships and just like wanting to do it for the sake of, you know, the social pressures out there. They don't want to be, they don't want to be lonely or they don't want to be labeled. I like, I don't even think most people would label you a certain way, but I just feel like, so many people have these expectations that they think that other people are thinking about them, so they don't want to be put in that type of box or whatever, which is kind of weird. But yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's just like it's just interesting. Like, I, and obviously, like I felt that pressure. I've been in numerous relationships, stuff, but like that kind of stuff makes me happy that like you know, <laughs> that you I'm didn't just, like, do I'm, that shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean. Just to watch, like my one friend who's actually going through a nasty divorce. And you could just tell they were like, they shouldn't have got married, but they got a dog and then they had a kid. They just kept going, even though they weren't compatible at all. And even when everyone was like, this is a terrible idea. Like no one thought it was good, but you could just tell they were doing it to do it because that's what they're supposed to do. And the guy was just fucking utterly miserable. And like his personality completely shifted. Like he was the easy, funny going guy, like so charismatic and like by the time the divorce was like almost over like no one could stand him he was like so unbearable and grumpy and shit all the time and so stressed out and just like a completely different person and it's like god damn like i do not want that that's for sure yeah imagine what it would do to you <laughs> to you yeah right holy fuck <laughs> but, like, 
Honestly, I think that's part of why I've never gone into it though, because I know I, I that would be a, I would swallow a bullet in a second if I was in any of those new situations. Oh, Absolutely man. coward way out. Zero, one hundred percent chance I wouldn't do it. Like a take, she took like so much of his money too. They bought a house together, and she took like half the house that was like his fat parents' house and shit too. As child support payments are crazy, and she like uses him against them. So that is bullet eating material right there for sure. Yeah, man, marriage is kind of a scam, to be honest, because it's not really based on love. It's based off of the old age of you have to sign these papers and a man basically has to pay for everything. And then when you get divorced, you got to split shit down like 50-50. So like the, the actual act of marriage is more so like a business transaction than anything. It's not really like about love. It's just portrayed as love because of how like society but, like. I don't want to like sound the like religious aspect, but I just I just know for a fact I'll never get get got by a woman like that. Like, yeah, obviously there's like child support and stuff, but like the one that's like like spiteful and like uses the kid and stuff. Like, like I'm, that's not me. That won't happen to me. There's no way. <laughs> like, Ain't no way. Like the only way is an actual accidental like pregnancy, but I would never like date someone who I think who has that inside and would do that. You know. Yeah, I feel you. I don't know. I feel like some people change too, though. Like they might not put that up on the front. And I, oh. I mean, you've you've done the dating scene, so like you know this as well too. But like a lot of people can hide their real personality for quite a bit of time. But I mean, eventually it does end up showing. Up, oh, for so. sure. And people do change. Like, but that's like if they hate their husband, like a good yeah. person might still do that. Now, but I'm just thinking, like, I think I'm reasonable enough. And plus, I always fucking. I've always dated girls who make more money than me. So what use am I to that? <laughs> yeah. Like literally I've never had anyone in me. <laughs> who really <laughs> wins in this divorce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that was just that. But yeah. So anyways, I've been getting a front like interviews, like, cause these guys are all like talkers and like kind of those dudes that like spill out. So I've seen it all. Sounds like a wild few days that you've had to deal with that shit, I guess. Uh, well, I've been I've been dodging them for the most part, but I feel kind of bad. But uh, <laughs> Gabe, I really need your help right now. I'm so damn bad. Yeah, I was just like, why me though? Like, left on left on red. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, that's so that's basically what my days have been filled with. Uh, very, I mean, interesting, man. It's uh. <laughs> You live a certain type of life, man. That's all I gotta say. You live. What do you mean? That, this, you I, live this, a this, different this. kind of life sometimes. I think, I Not think always. That, just just certain situations, like this situation being one of them for sure. I'm sure other people have probably gone through it, but I guess I'm not at that age where like I've had that yeah, exactly happen to me. So I, I think it's from just like I have the variety of like I've just done a lot of different shit and yeah, been around been around yeah. different types of people. So just like. Huh. And then I just always like, yeah, I always and, like try to football's keep... kind of like a brotherhood thing too. Like that's something you guys always kind of hold on to. Yeah, and just yeah, oh. just random and then like being like the only black kid in like the city and stuff too. Like you just get like automatically you don't even have to be outgoing. You just met so many people by like growing up that way and stuff too. And, like yeah, that's all you, you know what I mean? So just like, yeah, you have a variety of things too. But yeah, it was it's interesting the insight to that and definitely like giving me a bit of a heart palpitations about getting in a serious relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but besides that, everything is uh, good. I mean, that honestly makes me feel better about my situation. I kind of like listening to it because I'm like, God damn, like, you know, all my friends are getting married, having kids. I'm like, maybe, maybe. I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time, you know? Oh, man. No, I, I, I kind of feel that. What's going on with you? Uh, I'm back in the gym. So there's that. This is like my second week back now which is pretty nice. I ended up going with Planet Fitness because uh, I feel like you can't beat $15 an hour. I'm sorry, $15 a month. Um, yeah. Especially when it's right by my house as well, too. I can, like, walk there in, like, five minutes. So just prime location. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got a pretty good gym. It's not the worst, but it's they don't also have, not. They don't, have, they don't have bench presses, though, do they? Yeah, so the thing that they took out is, and my boy was telling me this as well too, is that they took out all the like free bar stuff. So yeah, they don't have they don't have a seat, they don't have a bench press, but they do have like a squatting machine, like an assisted squatting machine. So you can use that, um, and then some people just put the bench under it. But yeah, they don't have like the major free free bars 
where you could put like all your uh, your plates and stuff onto it. So I think according to what my boy was saying is that they don't want to have those like meat. Yeah, they 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 just curbs the meathead. Yeah, crowd. Yeah, so they don't want those guys in the gym, despite the fact that they have a sign saying that there's like uh, it's like an acceptance zone thing, like. They encourage yeah. everyone to be in the gym so they don't like discriminate. But I guess that's the one group that they don't really the, want. The, their commercials literally make fun of meatheads and how they're stupid. Like they're like pick up and drop thing, pick up and drop thing, and like in the anytime fitness, that's their commercial base. And then they're like, we're a safe zone. I was like, okay, so you're just gonna harass like built men now? Is that that's that's the demographic we're going for? Like I I get what they're saying. Like the gym can be in. A, intimidating for people for who are sure, familiar with for it. Sure. Yeah. So it makes complete sense. But the way then to go and attack other like just don't have the weights there and just say it's a safe zone. But they basically like roast like people who like to work out heavy weights and stuff as if that makes you naturally stupid or something. So I'm like, oh it's a, kind of selling the wrong message there, but okay. Yeah. To be fair, there are some really annoying like me heads at the gym. Oh, I remember for being sure. that life. Like some of those dudes are kind of annoying. But at the same time, too, I think, yeah, it is. It's kind of a stupid generalization. But at the same time, like, I get it. For the price that they're offering, they save so much money off of not having to buy all those plates and all of that extra. Like, because oh, weights are more – I think weights are more expensive than the actual equipment. Like, the machines yeah. are expensive, but, like, you kind of make your money back on that. But, like, weights are something you kind of have to maintain and upkeep and, like, keep buying and shit like that. So, so I watched, though, I watched a – video on this and how they make money is because they sell way more passive than they could actually fit people in but since they keep it so cheap no one cancels it like anytime fitness like hundreds like thousands of people have a membership and never go because it's just 15 bucks a month like if everyone actually went regularly like they did at some other gyms like and they went after that demographic that's like serious about working out they wouldn't be able to like have that model but it's the fact that like they make it so cheap it's those people that aren't workout warriors so they can sell so many memberships and they never get canceled and that that's their basically their uh their like whatever model for for profit yeah i could definitely see that because 15 dollars a month that's like 50 cents a day and yeah you, they take that out at the end of the month like you wouldn't even notice that you're getting charged out really so i can see like people, half of the, the cancel and then restart and stuff so you're like oh 15 well, big deal yeah like, I'll get $30 worth of it next month. And then you say that next month. And stuff. Yeah. So, so I works, can obviously them making money off of that. Don't they have pizza Fridays there too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they do. Free. They do. Planet Fitness does have those pizza yeah. Fridays. So okay. I, haven't, I haven't seen one yet. Cause I go early. I go like before I go to work. Cause I like getting my workout done before uh, like early in the morning. So that like my day is good. I don't really like working out at night. Cause I feel like it's harder to get yourself to the gym at that point, And you're like dead tired after work and shit. So Oh, for sure. Um, so I go, yeah, I go early. I go like five in the morning. So I haven't experienced the, I don't think I'm ever going to see one of those pizza, pizza Fridays, but yeah, they do. Yeah. Have, I think it's at the beginning of, of each Friday of the month or something like that. So, so that's interesting. Yeah. but uh, the real, the, well, let me start the podcast off real quick. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this latest episode of the pops culture podcast. This is episode 101. 101. 101 so we're stuck. giving you guys <laughs> we're giving you guys the the business with this one um as always guys major appreciation for those who continue to like rate review subscribe on all major streaming platforms that's itunes soundcloud google play stitcher and amazon music um but yeah no i was gonna say about the gym it's crazy how you could work out and be like dead tired on your last set or your last few reps and then the moment like a hot girl walks by, you just instantly find this like resource of energy that just hits your body and you're able to finish it. It's like, I don't know how that shit works, but it works. So it's, that's like your innate body taking over for like breeding. <laughs> yeah. like, must like show <laughs> power to get vagina. Yo, yeah. that yo, that you might be on this one. That might be our mating ritual or our mating. It has to be something yeah. along those lines, like yeah, for sure. Because it's nuts, stuff. man. Like I could be honestly struggling with my last few reps, and then I see like a baddie just walk by, and I'm like, instantly have the same energy that I had on my first set, which is yeah. Nuts. You gotta like, push yourself, baby. 
It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, before we even get into the major topic, because we're going to be pretty much talking about Donda and music going forward. But I had a question, though, real and quick. And what going forward? And music, like CLB, Drake's. Um, and oh. we've got to, I forgot, we've got to talk about this football thing quickly. Yeah, yeah, the Bishop Sycamore shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, real quick before we get into all of that. Is Halloween happening this year? Like, what is the what is the stance yeah, on this? I don't know. It, I mean, it happened in Toronto last year. We, I mean, in Vancouver last year, we had people running all over the streets. Okay, we, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we didn't. I don't remember being there being Halloween parties. But then again, we were on a different lockdown than you guys were. Yeah, but you guys definitely are. Toronto people are sick. They're not missing out on like another Halloween. There's no I mean, way. I'm sure there are people who had the parties, but I mean, on a whole, like, are we as a community doing this? I guess I'm now that most people are vaxxed, yeah, it are. probably is, yeah. Everyone's going to be like, well, I got vaxxed, so I'm not fucking missing Halloween. Even yeah, that's true. Charged. We're 100% Toronto's having tons of parties, and they're going to go wild. People are going to die because <laughs> it's their fucking, they missed, they got to make up for last Halloween. So I got to get a costume this year, then, is what you're telling I mean, me. Now. Yeah, I guess so. When does Halloween even fall this year? Is it on a weekend? Not a big Halloween guy, so I I like it for the partying aspect. Like it's dope like that. And like just being in a different costume is pretty dope. Um and women are very desperate on Halloween as well, too. I really like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You gotta There's be careful with your wording there. There's there are desperate okay. women everywhere. Sorry, maybe I should prowl. say people in general are desperate. Maybe not just, just women, because men are also to desperate. Have fun. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> There's two holidays that you want to go out and meet women. One There's is Valentine's Day. Women. That's Papa's time. <laughs> That's a fuck out, man. This Valentine's Day, which is a prime day to go out for uh, for picking up women. If it falls on a weekend, though, if it falls on a weekday, it's not. It doesn't really work the same. But if it's on a weekend, you definitely want to be out that night. And then Halloween is also the other one. Halloween's a really great night out. Halloween used to have fucking some of the best times. Some like all my best college parties i remember were were halloween, halloween parties man yeah they're really good because people get people get in the spirit of being like having fun and shit and being out of character like they don't necessarily kind of be themselves they're they kind yeah. of act out who they go as a little bit so yeah people definitely let loose and stuff i remember halloween party we had a big house like a three-story house and we had like 200 people over and our our floor our third floor collapsed and everyone fell in the fire oh, and shit. Like, yeah no one died but that's how wild we got on Halloween. And I was I went as a I went as a flasher. So I just had a trench coat and a see-through thong. <laughs> and so I'm trying to no. climb, so I'm trying to climb out of this house that's basically falling apart. And I'm literally like naked as a on, with a trench coat on. Like yeah, you probably look psycho. trying to climb up top on top of <laughs> classic Halloween time. Get this nigga's thong out of my face, yo. That's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. what someone was going through. But yeah, I had some good times on all the best, best part. First time I ever tried drugs was Halloween. Like Molly, I was like, "This is the best drug ever. Why don't they just give it to you all the time?" Like, dude, I, the first time I did that as well too, I said the exact same thing. I'm like, "This is amazing. Why don't we do this more often?" Yeah. And then I woke up the next day and realized why people don't do it more often. Why? Well, yeah. I, I, it took a while. I'm pretty sure the first time I did it was like actual pure MDMA, MDMA, which is rare. You know what I mean? Like it's usually yeah. so mythical shit. And I was like, it never was the same again. I know it's the first like euphoric thing, but like I kept chasing that dragon for so long. Yeah, the first one is pretty magical because you've just never experienced anything ever like that. Yeah, you've never let loose that way and stuff. Like, yeah, actually, I'm lying because the first time I did it, I did half. So the second day, I didn't even feel that bad. So I did it again the second. Yeah, I didn't feel that bad either for the first couple times. I did a shitload. I think it, like it's still like being hungover too. Your body kind of has to realize it hates it first. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. Like, I felt the first time I did coke, I felt I went for a run the next day and was like, that's a great drug. Like, <laughs> and then now, like, I'm, I sit in my bed with, like, a gun and the chamber, like, running around in my throat. Like, I'll kill myself every time. <laughs> if I can, the next day I wake up after doing blow. Jesus. All right, on to some... Uh... <laughs> I'll fucking do it, man. <laughs> I, on to some more positive news. Halloween actually falls on a Sunday, so people are probably going to have parties on, like, a Saturday, maybe. So that might be a thing. Um, but, yeah, let's move on to the real topic. 
Kanye West drops Donda on a Sunday randomly, which I think kind of helps him in a certain sense, because if you're going to do a random drop, dropping on a Sunday when everyone's just at home chilling and really doing nothing, it kind of benefits you to have people go check it out, especially when the entire internet is talking about it. Um, but yeah, he dropped it on, he dropped it on the Sunday that being the Lord's day. I don't know if he's going to end up changing this, but the album that he dropped is completely clean, which I didn't even realize was clean until maybe like track four. I was like, Oh shit, there's no swearing on this album. How did I not know? Yeah. But I, I liked it though. It was kind of, it was, it still worked. Like it wasn't like I was upset about it, which is usually weird because I usually hate clean albums, but with this one, it kind of worked in its, in its benefit. And yeah, he, he dropped 27 tracks. I I listened to all 27 the first day it came out because I was just doing chores on the Sunday. I was like, yo, I might as well just listen to it while I'm doing these chores and check it out. And yeah, I, I really like the album. I'm actually very surprised how polarizing it's been on social media in terms of people saying that they don't like it and people saying that they do like it. Because to me, I don't know if people had major expectations going in, but for me personally, based off of his last three albums i was not well maybe last two because kids see ghost was pretty dope but based off of his last three like solo projects i wasn't really expecting anything i was saying kanye's last few projects have not been good i didn't really enjoy them that much so going into this i'm just going to go into it with an open ear and i was definitely surprised at how much i really enjoyed it and how much i actually liked this project i think i think that the 27 songs does harm him a bit because that's a lot of music for someone to sit down and listen to so I can understand people being like, man, I don't want to listen to 27. But out of those 27, I think I like about a good 12 to 13. And I mean, like, really like those tracks. Like, yeah. I listen to them multiple times. So, and even the songs that I don't like, I wouldn't say they're bad. I just would say that I just personally wouldn't want to, like, kind of really listen to them uh, multiple times over and over. So I really enjoyed this project. I'm super glad that you put it out. I don't really get how people don't like it, but I understand that some people don't. I think that if you're in the camp who calls it mid or trash, though, you're just bullshitting for the internet and you're just doing that to appear different because you can't listen to a song like like Hurricane or you can't listen to a song like Jesus Lord or you can't listen to a song like Off the Grid and call this album trash. Like those are three amazing songs. Jesus Lord might be one of the best songs Kanye's ever done in his life, to be honest. Just like with Jay Electronica's verse and with Kanye's verse on Yo, there. that. Like that has to be, and that then he puts like Larry Hoover. Holy fuck, bro! Yeah, like, he came in and was just like, I was like, ah, I'm not even an electronic fan either. I usually don't get caught by verses like that. Like I'm usually in the head bobbing the beat, like whatever. But I paused everything and rewinded uh, Jay's verse. I was like, yo, this guy goes in and that grimy sound with everyone on it. The last song was fucking daggers. Yeah, he smoked that shit. So I don't get how people can be, oh, this album's trash when you have songs that are like that, where it's really good. One of the things that I really like about this album, and I get that it's kind of a knock on some people's view of this album as well, too, is that all the features that Kanye got on this, or not all, but the majority of the features that Kanye got on this, they delivered some of their best performances. That weekend performance on Hurricane is probably one of the weekend's best performances on a song. Jay Electronica's verse is one of the best verses he's ever done in the past, like, 10 years or so, for sure. Um, Fivio Foreign, like, that's hands yeah. down has to be one of his best verses that he's ever done on a song. Fivio Wedding, for sure. Um, Little Babies, I wouldn't say that's one of his best, but it's definitely a really good verse that he ended up giving on the song as well, too. So, yeah, like, I have high expectations. Like, if it was, like, for maybe just been killing features, so it wasn't bad, but, like, it wasn't one of his best ones. Yeah, so it's yeah. I, I don't I don't know how people just don't really like this album. I, I can take some of the criticism for sure, but it's it's just mind boggling to me because I think this is one of his best projects. It's definitely up there for album of the year. I don't know if I have it as album of the year because I still think Tyler I have Tyler probably, first. Yeah, still, I still think Tyler but, is number one right now. But it's a damn good project from Kanye, and I'm glad that he got back in this lane. The thing is um, too, I is because I do like the I like the um, part, all the part twos as well. Like it's not cheesy and like the extra attitude, like they're good songs. So, and like their features I wanted to hear in that. So it doesn't, the part having the part twos and stuff doesn't like take away from, from it for me. For me, it kind of does. I, 
I don't mind them. They're definitely good features, but I just kind of, because of how I listen to it, I guess, from start to finish, by the time I got to them, I was just like, uh, I think I'd just rather listen to the first parts. Uh, I know, like, I know the, the baby put a pretty good verse on, on part two of jail, but I think just Jay's verse, I just think Jay's verse and chemistry with Kanye just works better on that song than it does with the baby. Um, I kind of wish that he maybe like melted them together and just made one whole song rather than having the two sets of them. But it is what it is. I don't, I don't mind them, but I don't personally go back to them that much. I like the baby's verse and I actually fucking really like the addition of Marilyn Manson on it. That sound that he added to it. Like I actually really like the Marilyn, uh, Manson sound. I, I like the second part more than the first one. I think the baby's verse is better than Jay Z's, and I like that little rock like addition to the song. So I was fucking with it hard. And same with seeing D Block or like um, all the Rough Riders guys come in on the, the last locks, verse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking dope too. So I was happy with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's about as good of an album you can make. Like I, it's impossible to make a classic classic. To me, with 27 songs, like, yeah, you just can't for sure. You're automatically, no <laughs> you're automatically taken away from your ability to make your classic album in my eyes. Like, once you go past 18 songs and that, but like, it's as good as I think can sound and that. And I actually like Kanye having all these features and that just because of kind of what we've seen from him the last while that. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big, big fan. It's one of my favorite albums. The Roddy Rich verse killed it too. Like, I yeah, like Roddy smoked of... his verse for sure. Yeah, man. I honestly, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why everyone doesn't stand like Roddy Rich. Like, they do J Cole and stuff. Like, uh, he can sing and he fucking makes music and stuff and raps. So I really, I'm a big fan. But yeah, I think he doesn't whole... have enough body of work yet to be considered. And in... I know, but I just think he has a lot, a lot of potential. But uh. Yeah, no, I, I was fucking with the whole album. We got, got Lauren Hill on there too. Um, even like a yeah, that flip is pretty dope. Features in that, I hate that shit. Like that church sound and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it was still bearable for me. Yeah, I think that's another one of the knocks on this album too. For some people, is that I feel like this album's so positive in terms of like the output that he's putting out. The lot of people were just kind of like taken back by that and they don't really necessarily like it. Like I saw people complaining about the fact that it's clean and they were saying that like they don't want to listen to an album that has clean lyrics on it. And it's like it like that like to me that's not that big of a deal because the only words you're really missing out on are the N-word mostly, is what most people yeah. are saying. And like I guess maybe the B word as well too, like bitch. Like those are the only two words that you're really missing out on for most of the part. Like some of the other words, I don't know. I don't really think too many people said the F word on this. Clean songs are never, that, so. unless you're like DMX or something, clean songs are never really bother me. Like, I don't care. Like, when people are like, oh, it's a clean version. Like, if it's not a song that's based around curse words. I don't really give a fuck, like, uh, for me. So that didn't bother me in the first place. And um, Yeah, there yeah. might be, like, to me, there might be some decoded racism here. Like, that just means that you just want to hear the N word. You just want to, you just want to, <laughs> is what you're telling the N word. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what you tell me. What when do you we say do? I don't like the clean <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stay for him though, because I know, I know this is what Jada wanted. So um, I'm, I'm gonna have to say nigga for him. <laughs> we, who, who, who even knows? He may have used the hard hard R. So I'm gonna have to do with the hard R because we didn't hear it. That's maybe what's going for. I'm gonna go harder, nigger. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, what's that song where they say the hard ER that we always die about? I think it's the Juice World and uh, oh Juice yeah, and... I'm that nigger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes, what, yeah, well, fuck. What is that? I think it's the one with T.S. It's with Juice and NBA YoungBoy. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, okay, maybe it's that one. Yeah, I was like, I'm that. And everyone pops like, did Juice just go hard R on us? Yeah. Um, but that yeah, one. and then Drake I, has one too. But yeah. yeah, I was pretty hyped, man. I was Whistler too when that shit dropped. I'm a I'm a big fan. It's one of it's definitely my, my favorite album since. For me, TLOP. I mean, Kid C Ghost was really good too. So yeah. I, I guess maybe then. But in terms of like his albums, because Kid C Ghost was kind of like a joint album. So in terms of his albums, I'd say definitely since TLOP. Because I, I wasn't yeah. a fan of Ye. I wasn't a fan of Jesus is King. And I think those were the only two he's really dropped. Since. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I would say what which, which one? That would, this would be... 
This would be my one, two. I'm just looking at all his albums right now. One, two, three. Where's my bitter? Uh, yeah, definitely have it above like four or five of his albums. So it's like a top five album for you then at that point. Close to five or six. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's probably, I think it's probably six for me. I would probably, I think his first five are just kind of almost untouchable. But yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably put it like there. For now, I don't know. This could grow on me even more because someone also mentioned that this seems like a stadium type, like like this seems like these songs were made to be performed in stadiums. So, and I can kind of see that. Like, I do get that vibe. It does seem like there's a visual aspect to this album that you kind of have. Because when I'm listening to it, I kind of feel like I see things when I'm listening to it. So I kind of like get that aspect of like, yo, this could be something that you see in a stadium, and like you you got to visualize some of the songs as well too. So. So yeah, when they told me that, over, it kind of changed. I would take over his or your college dropout, uh, late registration, life of Pablo, my beautiful dark twisted <laughs> fantasy. Sorry, that's five. Maybe which one is on grad, and then maybe graduation. Yeah, I think yeah, I'd have grad- to put graduation over it. For sure. Graduation's, graduation's real good. Yeah, and then I'd probably then have have that. I think I like it more than Ye- ah Jesus too. Just I like it more than Jesus, man. I'm not a big Jesus fan. Me though, so, but like I know, I think like I'll listen to this album and songs more. But there's like Jesus just holds a special part too. Like it was so fucking sonically different. I think I gotta re-listen to it because I haven't listened to it in a while. I, I did actually listen to 808s and Heartbreaks not too long ago because um, I never really gave that album like a full chance. But uh, I can see why people really liked it, though. Or I can see why people didn't like it at first, but then now I can see why people do really enjoy it, though. It is really good. But yeah, Yeezus, I probably do got to give it another listen, but I, I know I don't think I'd put it above Donda, to be honest, even if I did give it a second listen. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I would definitely... Um, I definitely... Are, and like I wasn't disappointed at all. I was actually su- pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So he is projected to do 350 first week, which he kind of screwed himself a little bit by dropping it on the Sunday. Uh, I don't really buy into the fact that he said that Universal dropped it early. I think that's just a marketing ploy that he does because he is he is that type of dude to market it that way. But yeah, I do think he did because you, you do lose out on two days of streaming by dropping on Sunday. So I think it just kind of lower his numbers. But 350 with a surprise drop because we weren't really expecting to drop that day is really good. So props to him. I guess all this controversy with Drake also kind of helped go into it. I don't really think that those two are beefing. I really think that both these guys are just using it for marketing promo as well, too. Because Drake Drake is dropping this Friday. And he also launched his cover art, which, which has been pretty, I don't know. I think it's pretty shitty, but like... I don't really care about it because I'm going to change it anyways. That's one of the benefits of iTunes. You can literally just upload your own photos and put them in there. So I'm going to change it anyway. So I don't really care about what it looks like. But I'm hoping – I'm excited for it, though. I'm hoping to see what Drake has in store since we haven't heard him in the past, what, two years technically, like for his actual project. So it would – or three years now. So I, I think that's something we needed from Drake, too. I don't really like the Drake who, like, tries to go back to back to back with his albums. I'd rather yeah. him take a break and like actually work on songs. Uh, so now that he's got that respite from 2020 and all that, um, I'm down to see what he has dropping. Uh, it's going to be a real interesting concept of an album because sort of I love board, like I said before, to me, that sounds like it's going to be a bunch of like R&B type, like singing songs, but it doesn't appear like that's the case because you never get one type of Drake on an album. So we'll see what he does and how he evolves on this album. But what are your thoughts on like Drake? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of kind of stole a bit of the steam for for him. I really actually ended up liking that rollout and everything. And Drake's gonna be Drake. I'm gonna check it out. Um, but I'm definitely, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I'm not. I'm excited, but not excited. The same way it is for the last few albums, like. It's yeah, you're, you're just gonna wait and see it. Yeah, 
like I just I don't know we're never gonna get like I've been listening I went back and listened to um, when I've been biking and stuff I went back uh, and listened to what's it called his first album uh, nothing no not nothing was the same. nothing well I, well I was listening to nothing <laughs> was the same um, and that had some fuck that had some classics on it like just that sound and stuff and I just don't think we'll ever get that that Drake again. Uh, we'll just get like some pop songs, you know, a couple ones he goes off hard that you enjoy. But I don't ever expect to get another classic from Drake. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat too. I feel like it's just going to be a bunch of, it's going to be a bunch of good songs and then a couple like bangers that you're going to really want to listen to. And then, yeah, that's just going to be the mix of the album is, is what I'm kind of expecting from this as well too. Yeah, like I think, I really think Drake like is going to soon in the next couple of years kind of pull away from music and stuff um and kind of go more the like mogul thing like i guess it can make classics and i just don't think we'll ever get classic music from again and i guess i don't know if i'll ever stop making music but he's kind of more of like what is like how to explain it like he's just like a brand more than a person an artist now you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to me you know like you'll just drop the music stuff the same way you never expect like 10 years ago snoop to drop a classic like he was still a pop star but like you listen to what you got from him and some of those artists and that too whereas like the fact that kanye's maintained that like you can still believe you get a classic from him in this revolutionary shit and this artistic like view that he obviously takes so serious and it's a headache but I definitely think like it makes more excitement for me and appreciates him more. And you just don't really, you do, like Drake runs shit. He's a star. He's the biggest star pop star in the world. Like he has this formula that doesn't break. You have to respect that. But like, fuck, Kanye makes me feel alive. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's for a man who's dead inside. Oh, like I God. pulled over the car to like try and get, make sure I could download when Donna dropped right away. Yeah. I was, like, I, I scheduled the listening party for that night in my like hotel room. And I was just like, it just, it's different. You know, that, that are the arguments around what he was doing, like just be able to talk about him as an artist and like why he was doing this and that is just something you don't really see in hip hop and that is something obviously Drake doesn't really give you. And that's what just makes like Kanye fucking Kanye. So there's just a whole different aura that comes with uh, being a, a Kanye said that Drake can't really break. Bro, your Donda story literally <laughs> killed me though. I was actually <laughs> laughing my ass off when I saw that shit. That's essentially what um, actually happened too. So she's <laughs> like, "Can you please stop fucking about talking about Kanye?" And that, and like and making small talk because like I'm dropped. Like y'all hear that in Whistler too. So people there don't give a fuck. Uh, oh, I was I was I was that annoying person. No headphones, walking around playing music. Like out loud on their phone, Bobby. Yeah, those are the worst people, man. The worst people. people. Sure, I was black trash to everyone who was there. <laughs> All right, we gotta get this moving. But yeah, you, what would you give it? Like out of ten, Donda. I'm giving this. I'd give it a solid eight, like seven point five yeah. to eight. But I'd give it. I think I'd give it a solid eight to be honest. I'm giving it eight point five. I think if he went, if he went like twelve, fourteen tracks, this would be one of the greatest albums that he's put out for sure. Yeah. If he I did think, it along that if, even if you got to rid a couple more, I'd put it over. Um, uh, I would put it over one or two more albums. If uh, I put it over the life of Pablo, I think if he had curated and got rid of some songs and made it a bit more like a bit less songs on it, I probably think I would have put it over life of Pablo. Yeah, like if you got rid of the. I, honestly, I hate the intro. Though. If you got rid of, I deleted that shit so fast. If you you got rid of, yeah, man, I can't listen to that stupid chant every fucking time I listen to this album. Like, no way, man. I, I heard it the one time, and I was just like, all right, I'm cool. I can, I can never listen to this ever again. Um, I had to do it. I had to keep it. I'll be playing that at my wedding. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, like I hope jail- someone puts that over the panda beat. That's what honestly I thought that that's what was, what was gonna happen with the song. I yeah. thought that it was, that's what it was gonna allude to because it really sounded like he was doing the panda thing. So I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be like a panda 2.0. But then it was just the chant over and over. I was like, okay, never mind, fuck this. Cardi's uh, West Mall pops out of a panda suit. But yeah, <laughs> jail, Jesus, jail is gonna, jail is gonna ring off. I can't wait to hear that out. But yeah, I'd give it an 8.5. Um, did you did you like first or second? Yeah, I didn't think Jay Jay's verse was was like 
Relevant. These verses, yeah, but it, it was good to uh, talk about Donnet, like it was on topic in that. But like, I don't think it was crazy. And to be honest, I I like Jail too more. I just kind of like it because of the vibe of the song and like the fact that Jay's yeah. on it with them. I think that's why I like it more. So um, maybe if the baby was first, I might like his version more because, like I said, the songs I heard first, I kind of enjoy more than the second versions. But I don't know. I I'm, I personally like the Jay verse. That he that he put up on it. I, it's not the greatest J verse. It's not anything mind blowing, but it's just kind of cool for the atmosphere of the song. I really wish that ending beat though was used for something else. That would have been fucking sick. Um, the ending beat. Yeah, like how it switches up at the end. They do like it oh, goes yeah, into yeah. like some drum pattern that sounds insane. Uh, but yeah, all right. Let, since you got to go real quick, let's move on to our last topic: the Bishop Sycamore thing. Um, so here, here's my question to you though. Well, I guess for those of you who don't know, uh, Bishop Sycamore happened to be a fake high school that got onto ESPN and was able to play against other high schools in, I guess it was a tournament or some something like that. But the school that Bishop Sycamore is, because it's a fake school, it was full of full-grown men. So it was full-grown men who were going up against high schoolers, and they still managed to lose. They got blown out like 51 to nothing in one of the games – and if this was like the last chance redemption for some of these dudes who went to this quote unquote school called Bishop Sycamore. Uh, so here's my question to you with the, with the background news. What's more embarrassing, the fact that ESPN got hoodwinked into featuring a fake team called Bishop Sycamore on live TV and playing in this tournament, or the fact that Bishop Sycamore is a fake high school full of full grown men and they got spanked by high schoolers. Yeah, that like the whole I'm trying like each thing that comes out about this is even more nuts. Like the whole time the um the whole time the the coach has two warrants out for his arrest too. Um on top of that, like there's just so much shit in this behind the story and stuff too. Like I just read too, the coach would encourage the kids, the guys to like beat up people, like homeless people and stuff. I don't even know. Man. What? <laughs> yeah, like the, there's like some anonymous quotes and shit like it's it's wild um the fact that this, they'd already played a game this was their second national television game <laughs> yeah that's crazy which is fucking nuts to me and this is also what people are ignoring is a reflection like how this even got to this point like america has schools that are basically just for sports in high school like they have colleges like this like literally this has happened before in colleges they enroll like 30 people just enough to get like ncaa teams and that and they have like charter reasons and the reason why they could do this is they make poor, for-profit high schools and that it's like it's really like it's funny as fuck but this is like a symptom of like you couldn't have that in canada like that would just wouldn't happen yeah um, and it's a symptom of how disorganized public schools and how like how much like capitalism and that has like lost focus of what the fuck is even happening you know what i mean like it's nuts yeah. they got got away with this shit so not even a real goddamn school they risked it with like adults and that and it's so pathetic the memes are so everything's so funny but then Dude, the memes are it, actually hilarious for this shit. everything about it's so funny but like when you stop to actually think about it like how the fuck did so many adult people let this go by like how do we get to the point that where we probably had almost hundreds of adults be like go with this lie you know what i mean Dude, that's the thing. Like, our society today is so, like, watered down. The fact that this could even happen, like, how did ESPN not do a simple Google search on the school and realize that they're not even a fucking real school? Like, you can instantly go- – like, yes, the name does sound like a school. It's It sounds like a dope-ass school, to be honest. Like, saying you went to Bishop Sycamore sounds like a dope name for a yeah. high school. But the fact you – couldn't do a simple Google search and figure out in two seconds that this isn't even a fucking real school. And your ESPN, one of the largest sports conglomeration broadcasting studios on the fucking planet. And you guys still had the audacity to broadcast this fake ass team onto your live station <laughs> is bonkers. Like, could you, I couldn't even imagine that happening 10 years ago. Like, how could you get that moment for TV to be like that? I've been watching ESPN forever, but all the ones that were getting TV games in high schools were, like, ones that had stars that were, like, going to be, like, number one recruits or, like, you know what I mean? Like, is ESPN now showing fucking 
minor like games no one cares about and stuff like the, the commentators were like i don't even know who these niggas are like yeah. straight up like how's that getting on espn there's so many big high schools that like texas has like teams that have like thousands of people go to the game and like you think there'd be enough high school football for espn to not fucking put themselves in this position like what incentive do they even have to do this it's not like they have parents or fans like it's nuts to me yeah like i know high school is definitely like high school sports are getting bigger in the states um it's definitely something that they are looking into like broadcasting more of those as well too because it is big man it's like a lot of people well, they already do they have for years like yeah i mean it, it, yeah it's definitely been big but i think it's getting even bigger now like a lot more people are tuned into like the high school into the high school scene whereas before it wasn't at like it was definitely big because sports has always been big in the states but i think it's growing now like it's getting to the level where it's kind of competing with college level sports as well too so I could kind of see, I could kind of see them um, like trying to move move into that space, but it's just mind boggling that like we're in this timeline, we're in this world now where shit like that can get by. Like we're we're so we're so used to kind of like mediocrity now that like we just kind of willingly accept anything as long as it's like entertaining to us. Like it doesn't even matter what the credentials are, if it entertains us, we just fucking let it go. Like look at fucking Jake Paul literally fighting Tyron Woodley and shit. Like he's able to get by on that shit and all the other boxes that he happened to face. So like, it's just like, as long as you're entertained by some of the antics, like people don't even give a shit anymore. Um, it even reminds me of the video I posted on, uh, of the Fox news thing where the guys like hot boy summer in the Taliban. Like I know Fox news has always been shit. Like they've always been trashed. I know they've always let some shit slide, but the fact that a full grown man could get that off on TV, on national TV. Like I, I remember some crazy shit happening back in when I was younger but I don't know about to, to this level. I feel like it, now it's kind of just like no one even gives a fuck anymore. Like the door's just open for so much bullshit to just happen. But like you said, yeah, all, this, no. all this shit I, is funny to me. I, I haven't really looked that deep into it. I just laugh. Like it's just crazy. All I always think about is like, God damn, I put way too much trust in adults. Like, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. like I see these morons fucking talking now. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like I was taking their word as like bond. When I was 15, everyone who's an adult is a fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> they didn't like, have a clue on what the fuck they were doing. Like, professionalism yeah, it's is, like, is And now so waning. many things hit me that happened back in the day where, like, I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound right. 14-year-old me, like, I can think of instances where I'm like, that's just not... I know you're you're an adult, so that's probably right. But something just sounds really fucking yeah. off about this. Like, yeah. Steve. Steve's dad's definitely a fucking moron, but <laughs> yeah. I, I can't prove it because I have a 14-year-old brain. Yeah. And then, yeah. Fast, then fast forward 15 years later, you're like, yeah, no, really confirmed. Like, you should have trusted your 14-year-old brain. That guy's dad is a moron. Uh, so it's just like that. my whole, like, the world, I think that's when I first got depression, is like realizing, <laughs> like, the world is just a sham. Like, right around 23, 24, it's like, no one knows what they're doing. No one knows anything. The dumbest people think they know the most. Oh like, man, that's the rich. worst. To be the rich, you don't have to actually be talented. Like you don't need a soul to do this. Like the illusions of all of that as a child, like and then realizing as an adult, actually, I think started to cripple my brain. Like it's like we we've, we've had so long to create the society, and this is the best you have to offer. Like now, I have the most to look forward to. I have to work sixty hours a week, a week to live in a shoebox. Like. You guys have had like thousands of years to make society way better than this. And it's just, please, and that's, this is what you get when you let idiots run things. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy, man. I'm looking at this next election and I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck I'm voting for. Like, I've tried to read into some of the campaigns. I'm like, all these candidates look like shit. Like, Trudeau's done an absolute terrible job in the past few years. I don't want to reelect him. Aaron O'Toole, I mean, I don't like the whole like two party voting system of doing like, oh, yeah, because we had a liberal party. Let's vote for a conservatives. He definitely seems like the front runner because of like you want to flip from what Trudeau has done. But at the same time, too, like I don't really think that he's a great choice either. Aaron O'Toole's going to fuck. He's going to win, but he's absolutely going to fuck us. We're fucked either way, though. I don't think anyone is in power to like like I look at Jagmeet Singh. He promises a lot of shit, but I know he's not going to get any of that shit done. He's just saying that to get elected. Like all the things he says sounds good to for him tonight. <laughs> in what capacity what are you doing uh like the, just the media like the meet and greet with his like team and that well i gotta look for a new job and like networking and stuff like that i know people um who are going to that and it's uh, yeah it's like a good circle to be around and 
I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on, I'm on your yeah, side. Yo, this nigga's right? going to come back talking NDP shit on the next episode. I'm, I'm, I'm voting NDP. I just thought, I, I don't think they'll get shit done either. And like, I think he's most likely full of bullshit, but I think I'm running my chances with him. And he said he'll cut 20,000 off student loans. I'd be, free. <laughs> I'd be free. I'd be free, bro. Honestly, yeah, that would uh, that would uh, that would clear me too. You, so okay, if you it. thought there's a 50-50 chance that that actually happens, you would vote for him. For I'd roll on it, yeah, because it's like it takes that frees up all the money they have. Like I would literally be able to. Yeah, like, I'd be like I'd live pretty so comfortably for a bit. Would fucking jump like I'd have no and that too. Yeah, money. like so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with that. Like, what's the risk? Like, uh, he he doesn't come through. We still get a brown guy. It's not Trudeau or Tool. So, what do you think the about Maxine? Is... You know, the People's Party of Canada. Oh God, dude, I I was reading some of his shit because I was just like, yo, like on a radical level, I was like, oh yo, maybe he might be a good choice. But I started reading some of his shit, and I'm like, man, this is this all just sounds like mad racism shit. Like, <laughs> I, I can't... Is it all, like, does he run an all, like, anti-immigrant shit? No, it's just more so, like, he's very, like, anti-government. So he doesn't want the government to be involved in a lot of shit. So he's going to repeal, like, a lot of the government stuff that they do in, in a lot of places. But at the same time, too, I don't really like it because then it just gives corporations way too much power to do what the fuck they want to do. And that's just going to fuck us over even more. Most so. of anti-government conservatives aren't anti-government. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they... They have the government step in the most and shit too. Like, look at all the ones with like they stepped in and said stores aren't allowed to um, tell you to wear a mask. Like, what happened to being anti-government? You know what I mean? Like, most of those guys are just power control freaks and not actually anti-government. Yeah. So right. yeah, I was, I was reading some of his policies, and then like he's like, oh yeah, like he's gonna kind of he wants to help the um, aboriginals. Is that what you're saying? You call them not indigenous. Uh, yeah, Aboriginal. No, Aboriginal or Indigenous, not just not Native. Okay, yeah. So he wants to help the Indigenous communities by basically saying he's going to fund them and, like, have more of the money go into their hands, more so than the government funding that they've been getting. But that just means, yeah, like, cut, that just means he's going to cut government funding and then just kind of, like, leave it up to them. But that doesn't necessarily address, like, some of the issues that he was trying to address for, the, for them were just, like, it was, they're very vague. Sorry, it was very vague. Yeah, it was yeah. just, like, talking about, like, oh, we want to support them um we want to reconcile with them but like there's no plan of action on how he's going to do that stuff so how are y'all actually going to do that yeah exactly well i should go check that out but yeah i don't i don't trust the fucking business capitalism doesn't fix any of like social needs and stuff like that so i don't know man we're screwed i don't know who we're gonna vote for well i mean you have your choice so you know yeah you're going i don't know who i'm fucking gonna vote (laughs) <laughs> I'll convert you by the Yo, way. Yo, next this episode, this guy's full on gonna be talking straight NDP shit. This guy's gonna oh, be, buddy, you this win, guy's gonna be the mouth of Jagmeet Singh after this. I don't even yo. care. Maybe, I want to see how much fucking how many people I can sway. This guy's <laughs> this is my hobby. I want to see like this is my practice for maybe I'm gonna maybe run and start my own cult uh eventually. So this is gonna be my practice for that. To see yo, this guy's gonna get indoctrinated people. by his shit. Yeah, yeah, how many people I can get. To drink the Kool-Aid for Sing, so. Oh, man. All right, I got All right. Well, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I was going to end it anyways. That'll do it for episode 101 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. Definitely helps us out with the algorithms, helps us get more known. So we do appreciate everyone else who does that. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. And let me repeat that. You can find us on Spotify. But, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace to the Middle East. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.